Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we're back. We're back, Dr. Smith. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you and I. It's just you and I this week. But these are always good. You know, oh, I yeah. think it's, I'm glad we're able to have moments of guests and then moments of us because we always have some, always food for thought. Food for thought. Yeah. Always food for thought. So, yes. So, this is not anything different. So, what you yeah. got for us, though? I, I, you're leading today's topic. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot yeah, of it. <laughs> well, but first I get to the topic. I'm going to jump on this music tip. And yes. uh, the music tip is actually something I saw on my feed, uh, Facebook feed. It was, I guess it's an ad, but these mm-hmm. things are always pretty cool. Um, I checked out the website and it's a MIDI guitar. So for okay. those of y'all guitarists out there who want to, play don't want to carry around like the acoustic the big acoustic just to hear your sound and if you're traveling or if you're in you know tight spaces with family and all these these things uh that midi guitar is actually a pretty handy instrument and it i think it even comes with a backpack so you can disassemble it and put it back together and it's it's super tight and portable um and you know it looks sort of like one of those old school electric not old school but like rock <laughs> rock guitars you know yeah, yeah yeah but it's it's really cool it actually you know it's it's black and gray and it's you know really really handy so i saw they have pictures of a person in the back of a taxi playing their midi guitars <laughs> playing the midi <laughs> on, on headphones oh <laughs> so God. it's pretty cool yeah that's very cool what kind of price range are we talking um, it's kind of up there. It was, I think yeah. it was like four fifty around there, but it's like, oh, okay. uh, it's, I think, um, the, the name of it's called, uh, playjammy.com and that's, uh, okay. we'll put a link to it, but it's play J A M M Y.com play jammy. Play jammy. All right. Let me jot that down. Okay. So if, and if you're interested in learning guitar, it'd be a nice little, little tool to have, like stick headphones on. You don't have to worry about disturbing anybody so yeah maybe i need to get me i've been attempting to play guitar okay. but i, I kind of had resolved that maybe it just i don't know it's i i find it difficult going from piano to guitar because the fingering is so it's such a different use yeah. of fingers i it's, chalk it up yeah <laughs> i i can play about maybe four chords on the guitar right. Right. um i know the basic bar chord stuff and whatever but I, whenever I need guitar on my productions, I will hire a guitarist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I just didn't realize I was going to be so uncomfortable physically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the, my fingers, I just was like, so anyway, I was told just keep practicing and that change, but all right. Well, so what is our topic for today? Well, our topic is, uh, it was an article that I saw um, on CNBC and it was Alex Ohanian um, who's Serena Williams' husband. And uh, he was saying how Serena had had told him what he thought was a compliment. <laughs> she said, <laughs> you, you work harder than I do. And then he was like, well, thank you. <laughs> and 
And then she promptly told him that was not a compliment. <laughs> so yeah. um, Serena, and, and if you know uh, Serena Williams, of course, the, the GOAT, the greatest the goat. of all time. Uh, absolutely. She's, um, uh, and, and one of the co one of her coaches, he also coached, uh, he's like a big time coach. He's coached NFL. I think he coached Tom Brady. He coached uh. a bunch of other people. And he said, nobody he's ever worked with has worked harder than Serena Williams. Wow. I was just having that discussion with a group of girlfriends, her commitment to um, her, her work ethic is just on a whole nother. Yeah. So for her to tell her husband that, you know, you work harder than I do and that's not a compliment. (laughs) That's, that says something. Yeah. It says something. So just to, to quote the, the article, um, he said that uh, being very disciplined with his time works. And this is, uh, it's been really important for me to make sure that when I am working, I'm all in on focusing on work. And when I'm not, I'm all in on not focusing on working. And so that balance, he said, is crucial to success. And we can't do our best unless we have those resetting moments. All right. So our topic, we're talking about resetting moments. Is that kind of what we're digging into? Um, the importance of that or life balance yeah and resetting is a yeah yeah resetting yeah Uh, so is you know i think there's a lot of language nowadays well because i'm i straddle the music life but i also straddle straddle the mental health behavioral health right (laughs) life this notion of work-life balance is starting to become an old term like it's no longer Mm. relevant the idea of balance even um, should we be using a different word? Is okay. it realistic to say balance? I personally have never looked at balance as 50, 50. There's many ways to create balance. Balance is anything that equals the total sum, right? So if we're right. saying hundred percent, 20 plus 80 is balance, <laughs> you know, 40 plus 60 is still giving you the hundred. So I've always looked at balance, meaning, we need to fill the pie, but the percentage of which we do it, maybe. But I think traditionally people have thought about 50-50 and thought, you know, work-life meaning half-half. That I don't believe in at all. Um, I just, you know, the idea to think that you can split yourself, your time completely in half, to me, I think is a very huge underestimate. I um, I think though... The what he is saying as far as when he's committed, you know, he just as hard as he works in his work, he works just that hard right. in his time away from that and with his family and you know personal life. That I think is to me more telling. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and that, and that what is, we need to do. If you sit and think about it, because like if you just gloss over the article and you don't think about, um, he works hard at work, but then he works hard <laughs> at not working, and that's. Right. And that's something that, you know, I, I, I experience every time, you know, I have a break, especially now. This is really perfect timing for me because I'm on spring break. Um, and I was telling my wife, I was like, you know, I'm having problems trying to not mm-hmm. focusing on work and not, you know, not uh-huh. focusing on doing something. Right. So. Yeah, we are. We are. This is we have hit a really interesting era mm-hmm. <laughs> because we have trained our minds and our bodies to work especially in American culture, um, because, you know, other cultures in this, he's not American. So this also might be why he really gets this. I think that American culture is one of the very few 
I don't know if I can label another one. Maybe I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to be wrong, but I know American culture is so hyper-focused on work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other, I know, especially obviously in Europe and um, more Latin American, South American, the value of family and the value right, of time right. um, away from work, um, you know, it's built, at least in a lot of European countries, it's built within their government that, you know, and, and within their systems yeah. that, you know, when they say, when, when we say vacation, they call it holiday. Right. And holiday for them can mean a full month. It typically is. It's, it's you don't do this, you know, a couple of days on the weekend, or it's typically at three weeks, four weeks, six weeks. And even the way family leave, um, when you have a child, um, that's right, a part right. of, you know, you can be off for a whole year and that's, you know, oftentimes with most pay and all of that. And so we just, as a culture have not valued. And even rest. daily they have siestas. Right. And, and, yeah. and, I have a siesta daily in my life and we'll get into how we kind of do this in our own lives as creative professionals and musicians and artists. But yeah, that that's a part of, you know, their, and, and it, even in some other countries, you know, that's very common in the, the Latin South American type cultures is the siesta part. But even, you know, when I've gone to France um, the way they do time of the day, the way they take ease, I, you know, in the afternoons, I'm seeing people at two o'clock, three o'clock, just lounging, strolling, walking. I mean, it was just a beautiful thing to see people at such ease in the middle of the day yeah. and the middle of a work day or what we would consider a work day. So um, I do think that the pandemic, though, is clearly resetting us all. Um, and kind of relooking, but I think people who this is their first time working from home. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a wake up call. They're having know, you, a difficult time. Yeah, yeah. to divide that. Mm-hmm. And that's just those those moments of um, of the unknown, you know, that we're we're faced with. You know, how, how do we um, how do we redefine or you know just basically look for a new identity within mm. this, this situation? And right because. You know, this that's something that I've I've been been dealing with as well. Is like when you, if you're trying to change something, um, you have to replace it with something else, and that's because uh-huh. nature abhors a vacuum. So you can't just have nothing because uh, right. you've already you know carved out a space for something, and so you, in order to change it, you have to insert something else. And uh-huh. finding out what that something else is 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 key. I think it's like really the, the important thing to to really figure out what yeah. that is before you start implementing it you know yeah figure out it's, it's, and be willing to sit still i mean i know i i and this may be kind of my public announcement because i haven't <laughs> i've kind of hinted to it um i said i have to put it in my newsletter to my fans and then to my patreon people but i've decided to take a pause um from music um not from our podcast this is <laughs> yeah, i love our see. podcast <laughs> but from as an artist i was supposed to release uh i've been promoting and talking about it and the song is done the cover art the video all the things all the things Everything. all done mm-hmm. and i um, was supposed to release this march or april we said spring and i i i was all along i've been feeling a bit anxious but i've been in denial Cause I couldn't quite understand what the anxiety was about um, because I've worked really hard on this song and this project and I love it. I love the song. I think the video is amazing. I love when I can love my work. <laughs> you know, I really, 
but there was something clearly really missing. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm tripping. So I knew I had to start that whenever things like when my human is like, what, what you doing? What, what, what? Then I know, mm-hmm. okay, it's time to go to spirit and really sit in spirit for a bit and um, allow spirit to talk to me and to reveal. And I know that gets a little in our woo woo, but when I say talk to me, it's, you know, you all do it. I, for me, it's when, you know, you're sitting still and then there's just a thought that pops in your head or, you know, just a, something you're reminded. And every time I did that, I just kept hearing stop. Like just, you know, you need a minute, just rest. Like, and it's so ironic. The song that I'm releasing is called rest or that I was going to release. <laughs> it's called rest. Oh, and Lord. I just kept hearing it. So I, you know, after really, this was a really hard, really hard decision for me because, and I hope artists can hear this when you have start getting momentum um, in your music and, you know, you're like, this is the most probably fans I've ever, you know, in terms of my social media build up. I mean, the numbers are, are good in that way. I've got good engagement. Um, and I'm like, I've got people subscribed, you know, all of these things and you don't want to disappoint. I'm like, I can't disappoint them. You know, I, I, you know, but then it's like, okay, whose life are we leaving? Living. Whose life are we living? Their life or your life. And, um, it took, I went away. I had mentioned going on vacation, but that was really some time for me to reset. Um, and, um, I was also doing a fast I mentioned during that time. And so it really became very clear. <laughs> that I needed to to rest and that I needed to work just as hard on me and resting. And so when you're talking about working hard and that is hard. And so I told myself the month of March, you are not to like launch anything or whatever. You are to you can be writing, you can come up with ideas, you can, you know, whatever. And you know, obviously I have some other work job things that I that I do on a daily basis and podcasts and things like that. But I'm very good at coming up with ideas all day, all night, all life. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, whatever idea comes, write it down. Um, but it is not the time to launch it. It is not right, the time right. to launch it. And that was hard. That's hard to sit in there. But what's been so awesome is I've been able to cook. <laughs> I've been able to watch movies. And I haven't felt guilty about it. Right. I haven't, you know, I've been able to take my naps I've been able to, you know, just enjoy loved ones. I've just really, my kids, all of that and not have the guilt behind it because I made the decision. It's time to, you know, you have to reset this in another way. So this time of doing nothing is very weird um, not to be, but the relief I have, which is very, even further validation for me. It wasn't the time for me to release this song because right. the level of relief I don't feel the anxiety each day. I feel less like guilty or whatever, you know, I, I just, it, it, it's, it's, it's fantastic. So as artists, I know that this COVID has kind of shut things down, but I think in a weird way, you know, you get, you get scared or you get like, uh Oh, and so you might start to overcompensate and get busy in other ways because you're afraid that scarcity mindset kind of gets it. Suppose I don't have this, suppose I don't have that, suppose I don't have this, suppose I don't have that. Um, and then you start, you know, going and crazy doing all this other stuff because of fear that you're not going to make it or that something wrong is going to really, really happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head with that, uh, the fear of something wrong happening 
Um, and so we've always got to like cover our behinds uh, by, you know, doing all this extra stuff, you know, yeah. do this over here, do that over there. And I, I definitely have, have that going on. And that's, that's something that I've been working on. Um, cause I'm doing like 20 and 11 things <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> right. And, uh, but part, part of that too, is there's not necessarily just the, uh, the scarcity thing. Um, I think uh, I have so many different interests and that's what sends You're me multi-passion. Like, yeah, You're multi-passion. They've got a term now, yeah. multi-passionates or multi-passion people it, who, this, yeah. yeah. sends me in 20 different directions. Me and, too. You know, and I've tried to, uh, to balance that, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that you have to recognize and it's something that you, you have to sort of address because you're, you're, you're restless. You're not going to be satisfied until uh, you're at least doing something in those arenas. So um, what you can, can do is just at least do maybe one thing a week to, to feed that little beast <laughs> and make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, so I, I I hear you on that. But I think you, like I said, you hit the nail on the head about that, uh, about talking about how um, we just we just we really need to to just like you said reset, yeah, and and and, and go and and take some time and, and process. Yeah, and I I think one of the things I've been telling clients that I'm doing counseling and coaching with because that is my kind of day thing to do each mm-hmm. day. Um, and I'm doing this for myself is we have to stop. We have to start having our lives and ourselves as, as little science projects. I say little science projects because I I mean, we have to start discovering and exploring and getting curious about ourselves and Mm -hmm. in a, in a way that maybe we've never done before. And I do think that, you know, that's, it's a, it it is a really phenomenal time to be doing therapy and, and coaching and things like that, because you have somebody to help. But even if you, aren't doing that, even if, you know, you're not able or you're not at the point where you want to have somebody else involved in that, you still should be getting still and starting to get really curious about yourself and your interests and and the different things that are about you. And that doesn't mean go now start that business tomorrow because you found out you like grasshoppers. Like, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. not, (laughs) it's about just kind of sitting in that and exploring that and sitting and maybe writing about it you know, and one of the other things that I've been doing and, you know, I, 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 this is so, (laughs) I talk about this a lot and this is around the spiritual space, but if you're looking at, because there's such weird things happening, right? There's so many Mm -hmm. things happening in the world right now on so many, so many levels. So I immediately go to spirit and like spiritually what's going on. And I've mentioned this before, you know, astrology is something I've been really digging a little bit more into and understanding what nature and the universe is actually doing. What are the planets actually doing? And one of the things, you know, we just had a new moon in Pisces. Those of you who follow astrology and all that, the new moon indicate, and we're in a really kind of cool space of rest. March is actually supposed to be this time of rest. So if, and so if you're feeling when we talk about Mercury retrograde and people are like, ah, it's must be Mercury retrograde. It's going crazy. What what's happening is literally the planet of Mercury is moving. It's moving in a, in a retrograde position. You, you know, everything is usually moving forward is actually moving. It has these points that it go points in time in which it actually goes backwards. And so what's happening, it's not so much that, Oh, that means something bad. No, no, no. 
It's just we're used to forward motion and go, go, go. And so when Mercury is in retrograde universally, energetically, it's actually attempting to slow us down to kind of get us. But we are so, one, disconnected from nature and universe and those things that we don't even acknowledge that. And but yet energetically, our bodies are still existing in, in on Earth. And, and you know, it, it's feeling the impact of an energetic force that's actually wanting to slow us down. So when we are attempting to move forward and we're going and going and it feels off and this happened wrong, is this is because energetically we're actually going against mm-hmm. the grain a bit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've gotten to I, I, I went through a lot of the, uh, the astrology stuff. I went through a whole bunch of uh, um, meditative stuff. And I, that, that's sort of one of the interests of, of mine. I went through all these different world religions just to understand how people globally look at spirit and and, right. and and deal with things. Um I'm I'm now um on a on a I guess a different path of <laughs> of of uh and it's not necessarily different but it's more I guess I guess you could say it's comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it's bringing it all in and I I think that um yes I I believe in you know outside energies definitely affecting uh situations people's situations but I think um if if you develop yourself enough that then outside situations actually do not affect you as as much as you think uh they would and right. i think but what what it is is you have to create your own electromagnetic field and that's and, that's yeah what, that's what happens is that people who do not have a strong electromagnetic field basically when we talk about electromagnetism, we're talking about your mind or your thoughts are electric and your heart is magnetic. So your feelings are magnetic. So right. when you combine your thoughts and your feelings and you're in sync and you're connected, then you've created your own field. Right. And, and that, that's where you can actually draw things to you. Absolutely. Well, the universe whenever. is always working in your yeah. favor. It's never exactly. attempting to push you in a bad space. It's yeah. always attempting to propel you yeah and if you're not in tune if you're not taking the time this is why i'm talking about the self-discovery so that you start paying attention to who you are what makes you feel like you said with the feelings in the heart and the Mm -hmm. mind what makes you feel a certain way how do you typically respond to that so when you know yourself when you when you explore yourself if there is a day you can tell when a day is energetically off because You've been, and, and it's not just because, you know, oh, the sun went to the, you know, no, it's not, it, it, you usually can kind of look at yourself and say, okay, the energy's a little off today. Um, am I tired? Do I need more rest? Do I need to eat differently? Well, here, Do I need to talk? Here's a piece of that. So when mm-hmm. you can tell, tell that the energies are off, you now have some tools that you can actually rebalance yourself. Right, exactly. And that's that's actually the, the key part. So exactly. Yeah, you may be off and yet there's there's outside things that may have happened, but if you know certain um certain techniques, you're able to to rebalance yourself and come back to your center and, and absolutely bring bring forth what you want to bring forth. And that's the point. I mean, to me, and, and some of those techniques, I know for me, meditation is a technique. Mm-hmm. Um, stillness is a technique. Um, for me, getting in nature is a huge part of my yep. ability to, to, to get things back. So that's why I knew I had to go away and I needed sun and I needed heat and I needed water. I know right. when my body, like I've, I've studied it enough and paid attention enough to my moods, 
what makes me feel really good, what makes me feel really not good. <laughs> and so, and so that's why, you know, you, so you, so I think it's important, particularly as artists, because you're going to feel things even more because just your vibration, the fact that you are able to use your creativity in a very overt way. I mean, we right. all have it, but as performing artists, that means your gift is, is not just something innately that you use for self. It's something that you actually use to help heal others and you're of service mm -hmm. in that. So I think that things resonate with us, you know, people who are empathic, like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit, it's about, we're tuned more into that, it's a bit stronger. Right. So our self-care in that and our resetting in that has to be way more, I think, pronounced um, at times. And maybe I think it has to be more pronounced because it's going to affect you more pronounced because you're an artist and it's just a lot of times you want to take all of that and just, ah, you know, um, but, but you first need to feel whatever you feel. And, and that, I think that is a thing that maybe COVID is really teaching us, forcing us is, you know, it's, there's been such heavy losses. It's forcing us to feel you have to feel, you, you know, we, right. we can continue to numb out, can try to deny, and you know, but the distractions that usually happen are, are, have been most, a lot of them have been pushed away. They're starting to come in slowly. A lot of people are, you know, the vaccine having hope that we will get back. But, you know, the, I just think that the universe is not going to continue to honor your numbness <laughs> like right, right. you you're gonna have to <clears throat> yeah. take some time to feel what you feel so you know when you need to self-correct or so you know when you but if you never pay attention to your feelings you don't know you you just right. are just you well, can be impulsive yeah, that's that's how we've been trained in this culture you know it's it's right. it's, it's not it's, it doesn't go deep to the feeling level um right. and when it does it's just lip service Yes. Uh, and that's and you know, you know, thank you for your service. Do you really thank him for your service? <laughs> you know, it's like uh yeah, so that that's that's very key is, is and, and that's actually I mean, you know, admittedly that's that's one thing I've had to work and still working on. It's just getting connected to what my feelings are or like what mm -hmm. what are you feeling? Because I'm you know, I'm I'm go, 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 you know, so cerebral, you know, the whole thought thing. Um <laughs> And and you can and I mean I'm I'm good at that, but it's the the feeling aspect, the the magnetism. Well, and you're also a man, and I, I I think it's important. Gender is another really important thing happening right now. Um, yeah. You know, we've been living his, for the past thousands of years in a very you know in the masculine energy, and we are no longer. We are we are shifting. We have officially shifted into the goddess feminine energy is mm -hmm. started and so men ha huh, i think for men <laughs> this is gonna this could potentially be even more striking for you because we're moving right. out of the masculine energy so you're being forced to understand feeling and emotion differently than how you've probably been conditioned or understood even to do that and on the other side is women, we've been so conditioned within the masculine energy that we have felt in order to be successful, in order to matter, in order to be of value, we have to do, do, do. And do, do, do is a masculine energy. So when you're talking about do, 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 that's, that's normal. It's, that's a masculine energetic 
a response to that. Feminine energy is actually one of sit back and come to and, and the energy and, and let it come to you. It's way more of, of being than doing. So as women, if we're constantly in our doing mode, that means we're really pushing in our masculine energy. And what and this is why I think if you as a woman right now is feeling like I just want to sit, <laughs> I just want to because. The energy is, is we're now starting to experience the value of feminine energy. And some of it is very overt and clear. Some of it is not. And so um, that, again, is uh, watch how powerful as women you can be when you sit in that in that and allow things to, 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 to come more to you or allow or, or not get so heavy into doing everything. But thinking about it, feeling about it, coming up with maybe one succinct action and then allowing things to, to, to kind of move from there, as opposed to over planning, overdoing. I, it, it's, it's really fascinating. And I, you know, I love this stuff, as you guys can tell. But, well, if you're saying, you know, this is, I think men right now, this is going to be interesting because we're moving into a different type of energy and you guys are being yeah. forced to have to think about this yeah, and, differently. And I think... Um, in terms of the, the when I was talking about it being electromagnetic, uh, your thoughts are electric, your, your feelings are magnetic. Um, what you're you're talking about is that when you really focus in on your your feelings, you draw things to you. That's the yes. magnetism aspect. Yes, um, exactly. And if you overthink things, then you're not drawing them to you, right. and you're just throwing all this electric energy out there. And it really doesn't have any, any staying power, any substance. Right. And, but um, on, the, on the flip side, though, if you just feel all the time and you don't have any thoughts that guide <laughs> your feelings, then right. you, you'll be all over the map as well. So it's a balance between. It's your, a dance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a dance. dance. Mm -hmm. But the, mag, the magnetism is the stronger energy. And so the and they've okay, measured this. They have measured mm -hmm. this. The, oh, I got something good to say. Please put a pen in this. But, is, but, but, I, don't is, forget Kenya. Don't forget. How many thousands of times? I can't remember. It's either like like five thousand times stronger uh, than than the than your thoughts, than the brain. Uh, your heart is, and the the field that comes out of your heart is that much more bigger, wider, and that's your heart is your is the strongest energy source. Oh my gosh, absolutely. So two things with that. Two things, please remember with that, because you just said the heart is the strongest energy. So we could be telling ourselves all kinds of stuff, thoughts, things. But if, if, if it is not heart-centered, it's not going to come to you. So when we're talking about manifesting and we're talking about having these things come, you could have that all in your head. And that's good. I mean, because like you said, the day, there's a dance. Mm -hmm. But if it is not in your heart, if it is not something that is a true core and a true coming from a true um, core heart, loving, intentional space, being space, that manifest, I don't know if that manifestation will look the way that you are, are thought wise wanting it to be. We are manifesting all the time, constantly, everything around you is, is you know, things that are happening to you, you, you have, you play a role in that. And so I think, so, so that's one big part. The other thing, what I was just saying about the feminine energy that is actually, it's so, that's where we shine so, so hard in, is, is from the heart. And as women, we've been so led to think that our brain 
and our thought and our do is our power power mm-hmm. mechanism but it's really it's it's here and it's something for women that's very actually instinctually naturally ours which then and no disrespect but the power of the feminine and this will start getting us into history and studying why we haven't been taught the power of the feminine because it's incredibly powerful it's 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 so powerful that it was stripped from us and our understanding of it and so i'm just letting everybody know you know as women we we one can't get too aggressive in that and start flexing in that too heavy but be very understanding of that and i think that men in understanding and honoring that in women and and Mm -hmm. honoring that part of 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 themselves because men have feminine energy too so that heart thing honoring that in yourself can can allow this dance and this balance to be to be much more in sync i totally agree with that and that's uh and i think um what really really i guess woke up that that uh that energy within me is when my mom passed so Mm. that i mean that hit me in right there in the heart mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, f- I felt that energy and it and, and the, the crazy thing is whenever i i know i need to touch that energy i just go back to that memory mm-hmm. and and then that just like opens up that that vibration but it's i mean that's for men that is probably the the hardest i mean and, and i'm sure for women too but it's hard for women too but when, i think men it's mom, a different kind of, yeah that that like rocks your world that just like sends you in a whole different space and you're, you're trying to figure things out. And and, and that's the thing you're trying to figure things out. You need to just let the emotion emotion be. Yes. Because that's where you'll get the information that the emotion will inform that. And, you know, I have two sons and I, I know, you know, I mean, obviously I'm a mom, so it's, you know, it's already, Mm -hmm but I know how my boys respond to me and I, and it is, and it does, it, it's, it's a different energy. Um, it's a different patience. It's a different, yep. um, it's just a different flow that, you know, even as they're getting, you know, older, my oldest is now officially an adult, I guess he's 18, but I still, there's still just energetically this thing. So, yeah, I, yeah, well, I, I know we're going to be wrapping up soon, but I did want to bring up because as musicians, the Grammys was, uh, oh yeah yes yeah, need- no, no no it's okay um <laughs> i watched <laughs> um i yeah i watched a lot i uh, yeah i've saw a lot of commentary about it and i i guess for me um it's, it's a generational thing but i think it's also beyond that i think it's it's definitely um an industry thing i think there's oh my gosh the, yes. the industry has uh yes. the, the what do you call it the corporate side has sort yes. of um directed us in a certain direction it is uh, this for me was the most clear that we no longer the it I, I want to be careful in saying this because I have a lot of respect for the recording academy and I, mm-hmm. I don't you know I know people work really really hard um and attempt to make things as equitable and you know attempt to make things appear diverse and, you know, all of the things that I think politically we want our country and everything and music to move toward. I, and I, I do think that genuinely there is, there is a want for that, mm-hmm. but I do agree. I think the, in, I think the music industry has become so corporate and yep. we have now been driven so heavy 
in, in, in that. And, and I didn't, I don't just see that in Grammys. I'm seeing that everywhere around me, which is another right. reason why I know it's time for me to take a pause as an artist. Um, I do feel, I just had a human design reading. I don't know if, Will, you know about that. That's another, you're going to yeah. have to look into, go research okay. human design. Amazing. It looks at your chakras and kind of tells who you are based on your chakra energy. But anyway, okay. one of the things that was revealed to me was more of me allowing myself to sit more in the behind the scenes and show mm -hmm. my, and do the power more so within that space. And that I do feel music. It's time for me, you know, to, to, to shift gears a little bit out of front man artist to, because I'm watching how much we're losing, mm. um, how the corporate space, we're losing artists chart, you know, directing the industry. The right. industry is not being directed by artists. Energy is, is being directed by executives. It exactly. always has been, but it's, it's on fire right now. <laughs> and the confusion of that is then your mainstream audience who is not artists or execs necessarily are believing that's, that's music or that's yeah. artistry. Mm -hmm. That is not, you know, in my opinion, it is not. And what I want, you know, there are elements, I see parts of it. I will say this, the one thing I was incredibly disappointed I think there were three black women, maybe, on that stage. And, oh, no, four. I saw four. So I saw Lizzo present an award. Um, and I'm talking about not people who necessarily won. I'm just talking about people who were on the stage kind of making things mm -hmm. go and performing-wise. Performing, I only saw two black, I mean, three black women perform. One was a country singer. I can't think of her name right now. She's getting a lot of um, recognition. Beautiful voice. Um, mm -hmm. And she has a song called, I think, Black Like Me. Um, and it was good. It was good. I mean, she's, she's got a good voice. It was, it was good. The other two Black women were Cardi B and um, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. And they performed their WAP song, which we never talked about WAP. But anyway, I didn't really, I don't really, I don't really dig all into the whole whatever philosophies behind the song and feminine stuff and all that. But watching it on TV and watching the only time I'm watching black women in, in mass array <laughs> twerking and, and, music and opening their legs yeah. and talking about just how sexualized I don't mind that. I, 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 I look, go for it, girl, do your thing. But we don't, we talk about balance. When do I, I don't see black. I don't, I don't get to see my black women, my lettuce who won her. Right, right. I'm not seeing them be able to showcase their talents. I'm not seeing you know, others parts of black women. I'm so, yeah, only so, seeing so, that. So yeah, the, the, the Gram so there's a lot of people that won Grammys yes. and, and they're, and, but it's what they choose to show on television. Exactly. Is what, exactly. What's the important aspect here. So I, I have I, a friend who, a dear friend who yeah. we've, I started music with him. His name is D Wilson. D and I, I mean, when I first got out here, he's on my, my jazz EP, Jazz Made Rhythm, He's, he and I do a duet of a version of, we rearrange summertime in a certain kind of way. Very dear heart. He won a Grammy. He won a, a freaking Grammy this weekend with Jonathan McReynolds on a song. Best, um, I think it's best gospel performance song. And yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that wasn't aired. I mean, you know, they have the pre-ceremony stuff. And so, yes, that's the industry. Yep. making those decisions that's not artists and if it is artists it's they're the minority in the room and um so what we're I, talking about really is the disconnect between what the actual grammys presented 
And then right. what what CBS and what CBS and yes what the, those executives felt was important to present on television exactly that's that's when what the the Grammy chapters have to decide is uh, are we going to be involved in the production aspect and I don't know if they are how much you know say they have and what gets seen on television um, that's that's the discussion that needs to happen so yeah and, Grammy members you know, write in. Yeah, because it's it's troubling. It's yeah. really troubling. It's troubling on a many, many levels. And it used to be troubling because it's like, why well, you don't understand why this artist won this or that. What I saw this weekend or this past Sunday was troubling because I even it, it I see us, especially as black people, black music, because black music has completely to me been obliterated and 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 made complete it's not black people who are doing and winning and and, right, and, and right. owning in black music yeah. you know our art form is being completely taken advantage of and we are sitting and i can't stand it i you know i think that um you know so much has been built on our backs everywhere we go everywhere music everywhere and so I don't can't be everywhere, but, you know, I have been as I've been sitting, thinking through kind of as I'm pushing pause on this artist self, what does this mean for me? Because I love music so much and I'm so passionate about it. What does this mean for me? And when I saw the Grammys, it made me just be like, you know what, I'm just I'm just going to go plant and, you know, make I'm going to feed the birds like I'm just, you know, because I was just but when I had my human design reading, which is why I said, get curious about yourself, because there's Mm -hmm. things about you that you may just. And sometimes you may need help. And so I, 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 in this very divine way, met this woman and we, she ended up doing this reading for me. And when she said that, and she's like, you know, your power is a much bigger collective kind of thing. And so you, but it doesn't feel like the face of it. It feels like it's a little bit more behind it, but it allows it to be even that much more powerful. And I'm like, mm-hmm. huh. so I have some other things I'm working on, but when it comes to the music industry, you know, I'm like, I think, yeah, because having done this podcast, having formed amazing relationships, having you guys listening, this has been, I know this isn't all just for my little pleasure, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is to pay it forward. Well, so, when you help others, you're, you're helped as well. And yes. it's all, it's all a reciprocal situation, but yeah. you're like Yoda. I feel <laughs> you're, like you're, it. you're training new Jedis. Yes. <laughs> And I can't wait. And I've always wondered, like, why do I like helping other artists so much? Or what? And I'm like, you know, I think that's just, you know, that's just the season. But, you know, I guess to kind of wrap things up with everybody, that resetting and that working just as hard on your craft as also in your personal life and Mm -hmm. in your you, um, they all inform each other. And so if you're finding that you're working really too hard in one area, um, again, balance is a word. I say alignment, integration, synchronization, just something that allows the two to do a dance. Work and personal, work and personal, they both really, really matter. And one, you know, sometimes one gets a little treated like the stepchild. So I think this is the time to if you're working hard in the space of work, like Serena's husband said, then be willing to work just as hard in in the other space. Yep. And 
you know, creating that resetting. And, you know, I am, I am still doing coaching. Um, if, cause I know sometimes we say these things and people are like, okay, that sounds really good, but how, 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 how I do that? Um, (laughs) please just know that again, you guys can, you know, you can email three MB podcast, um, at gmail.com. Um, or or you can go to our website and we have links. I do a free discovery call where if you book, um, a time, literally it's no cost. It's just to help figure out what resources are available. Exactly. Um, so do that. I listen, I'm constantly getting my mentors and and people to help me along the way. So that's it. We all are. We got it. This this was a a very, uh, jam packed (laughs) (laughs) episode of, of good tidbits, but also just, uh, how to get your spirit right get your spirit right i mean spirit y'all right. know me and will we gonna go into spirit oh you know it but it's the That's, foundation yeah. as far as i'm concerned it's the yeah. foundation i agree so there we all go all right well we'll be back with another guest next week we'll yep. be back we'll in our guest flow and uh thank you guys for listening and make sure you share with a friend share on social media comment um subscribe to our youtube if you're like what do they look like jump on over uh <laughs> when they search 3mb podcast on youtube and you should you'll be able to yeah, find it'll, us it'll be so, up there. Yeah. So. all right we'll be back next week take we'll care back. you guys take care bye bye thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.